Hey, good morning. It's Tuesday. Sorry we, we uh, didn't have the rooted yesterday. Uh, my my time got away from me, so I wasn't able to get this one uh, out to y'all. So we're a little day behind. So, But here we are today. We're going to be um, <clears throat> back in Ephesians. I hope you had a great weekend. Um, we had an awesome Sunday here at St. Matthew's. So great to see all that God's doing here. So uh, I'm excited about the future. Excited about uh, exciting things of our Catholic campaign. God's just... Uh, God's showing his grace all over. And so we would love to have you worship with us. Uh, great stuff's happening every Sunday. Um, come worship with us this week uh, at 8.30 or 11. Then our 11 o'clock intersection service. I'll be preaching the intersection this week. It's always uh, always fun to be in there. So come worship with us in the intersection or come worship with us at our uh, 8.30 or 11 o'clock um, service this, um, this Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be a great time together. So today we're going to be... Um, in Ephesians chapter 4, I remember reading Ephesians 4, 1 through 16. Ephesians 4, 1 through 16. Paul writes these words. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Mm. With humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called, just as you who were called, to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faithful in baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. But each of us was giving grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it was said, when he ascended on high, he made captivity itself a captive. He made captivity itself a captive. We have gifts to his people. When it says he ascended, what does it mean but that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who ascended is the same one who he who descended is the same one who ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. The gifts that he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers, to equip the saint for the work of ministry, for the building of the body of Christ. Till all of us have come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to maturity, to the full to the measure of the full stature of Christ. We must no longer be children, tossed to and fro and blown about by every wind of doctrine, by people's trickery by their craftiness and their deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way to into him who is the head, to Christ, from whom the whole body is joined and knit together with every lig with every ligament which is with which it is equipped, as every part is working properly, promotes the body's growth and building itself up in love. There's so much good stuff here. I'm gonna take this passage and, and focus on it for a few days. Now I just I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna run past um any part because there, there's just such good stuff. So today we're going to focus on one through eight. I, I think that's really the best way to do this is to look at one through eight. And then tomorrow we'll look at nine through 16. Cause there's just the section. I always look at um, the readings based off the sections that they're, you know, that they're part of, part of my, my, the verse I read from is the new revised standard. And it uh, basically breaks every chapter down into sections. And you may or may not know this, but the original Bible was not written with verses. Was not written with sections. That was kind of a uh, that was a that was a much later uh, addition to scripture, um, and so really, honestly, these next few passages we're going to probably break them up into smaller passages just because there's so much good stuff there that I don't want us to rush through. So we're going to read. We're going to really focus today on one through seven. So I'll read it again. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, 
just as you were called to the one hope of your as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. The each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it said, when he ascended on high, he made captivity itself a captive, and he gave gifts to his people. So I want to focus today on uh on the first verse where it's on the rather uh well actually the first one where it says I beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. And that is one of those verses that sounds very ominous at first, like you live a life worthy of the calling. Um, and that is significant. It is. Uh, if we're going to be a Christian, let's live a life worthy of what Christ has called us to. Let us not take for granted the calling and the uh, task and the goal and the purpose to which Christ has called us. He called, Paul tells us today, lead a life worthy of of the life to which the calling which you have been called to the calling to which you have been called um use all that you have in front of you all the grace given to you all the mercy given to you to lead a life worthy of the gospel um we've been told many times that it's not about us that we don't have to get it all right that we don't have to be all perfect it's not about us but we don't need to slip into some concept that while we don't win our salvation, we don't ever want to come to the point where we think, well, what we do doesn't matter. We can just do what we want and live like we want. And it doesn't matter what we do because it's all good. God's going to give us grace. We can just do what we want to. No, we need to live a life worthy of the calling that God has given us. Live a, live a faithful life. Well, what does that life look like? So let's look at verse 2. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, Bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Okay. Well, do we do that? Do we live a life of humility? Do we live a life of gentleness? With patience? Not just gentleness. Just gentleness with patience. I may be gentle, but I may not be patient. Do we bear one another in love. Do we make every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace? That's what Paul's talking about when he says live a life worthy of the gospel. He's not talking about a life of perfection. I mean, he's not here talking about a life of sinless perfection. We get everything right and we surrender our body to the flames. We speak with the tongues of men and angels. That's a reference to 1 Corinthians 13. Or if we do those things but have not love, we've gained nothing. To live a life worthy of the gospel is not to live a life of spiritual superiority. It's not to live a life where we want to punch lost folks in the face for Jesus. It's not to live a life where we sow division and sow discord. But it's to live a life of humility. It's a life of gentleness. Live a life of patience. Live a life of bearing with one another in love. And making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Now, it doesn't say that we're going to necessarily always keep the unity or that we're going to always have the peace, but it's do we make the effort? For there's one body and one Spirit. This you were called to one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, Father of all, above all. So, um, those folks 
that we may disagree with who are Christian, guess what? They're still part of the family. You, you know, we can't cut them off or cast them out. But if they profess Christ and are part of this family and are part of the community of faith, even if we don't agree with them, we can't cast them out. There's one Lord, one faith, one body, one baptism. One church. One church made up of <clears throat> different denominations and different structures and different things like that, but there's one church. There's one church to which we're all a part of. And that's why it's so important for us to, I don't, I don't think we, I'll say this especially as we Protestants, because we Protestants have always, um, we, we started off in protesting. I mean, we started off in that. That's kind of what we do. I don't know that we always take seriously this um, call to unity. Francis Chan, who wrote a book that many of you know, Crazy Love, um, has been talking a lot recently about the unity of the church. How we sometimes allow doctrinal things that, that, that really aren't that important to separate us as Christians. And that Christ commands us to be unified. Christ commands us to be one. Christ commands us to seek to love each other as he has loved us. Even if we may have theological disagreements. Even if we may, might not agree on certain points of doctrine. Even if we may have different perspectives on free will or sovereignty or baptism or communion or even the even even the the, the 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 what the what the saved life looks like we need to aspire to unity we need to aspire to peace with each other we need to aspire to walking together as brothers and sisters in Christ that should be our our focus Christ takes this seriously and if Christ takes it seriously we should as well so one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One church. That's what the world needs. To see us, even in our differences of theology, even in our differences of perspectives, to walk together as brothers and sisters in Christ. So, today, let's live a life worthy of the gospel. A life of humility, of gentleness, patience, bearing with one another, living out the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Let's uh, live out the good news of Christ with, our, with all that we are, and let's seek to glorify him with all that we do. Love you guys. Praying for you. Thanks for being with us today, and we'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Have an awesome day. Thanks for watching.